Hello and welcome to Enough Set, a podcast brought to you by Independent Newham Users Forum. We are broadcasting live from Ithaca House in the heart of East London, Stratford. Welcome to the show. So, today's episode is going to be co-hosted by our regular fellow presenters, Stephen Cope and Michael Ahern. Hiya. You're listening to myself, Trevor Jones, and we are being controlled by Malachi Howe, a.k.a. MKH. So today is a new day and a new session, and we are going to be talking about socialising with a mental health condition. Uh, The reason why we've brought this up today is uh, we saw an article where Jane Collingwood from Psych Central mentioned that mental health problems can have a huge impact on lifestyle affecting employment, socialising and family relationships. Working and feeling productive provides financial and social benefits as well as a means of structuring and occupying time. But health conditions such as depression, anxiety and bipolar disorder can make it difficult for people to do their jobs or even go to work. Certain elements of being in the workplace also exacerbate depression or anxiety and excessive workload can be too much pressure with deadlines over time and sometimes this can lead to unsociable hours and an unsupportive working environment, bullying or harassment. But this can also extend to not having the type of social life that you would like to have so that you can uh, play an active part in society and in your community. So, um, do you think there are any interesting reference points about socialising when somebody's been diagnosed with a mental health condition? Um, I I suppose it depends what the mental health condition is. Um, Some... I mean, socialising is difficult with certain conditions, like agoraphobia, or um, okay. you know, um, I don't know. There's a. I know when I'm depressed, I'd rather be alone, but that, whether that's good or not is a different question. So, Michael, do you think like having a mental health condition is? can have a detrimental effect on your ability to socialise I I wouldn't just point down to like having a mental illness condition yeah indeed even if you haven't it can be awkward it can still be awkward socialising as well it's just whether you're able to or you can cope with it Mm. I mean there's another article here by uh www.mentalhealthamerica.net and they're talking about how research has shown that social support wards off the effects of stress on depression, anxiety and other health problems and one of the first questions you should ask is do you need to be more connected to other people and that there are some tips that they can create to make a plan to help keep and strengthen connections in your life. Apparently one example of this is make a short list of friends and family members who are supportive and positive. Also include a list of people you feel the need to stay in touch with regularly, such as parents, a close friend, or 
adult who lives far away or an aging relative who lives alone I mean how does that sound as a tip to help socialize well yeah I mean it's that sounds like a positive thing to keep in contact with people that care about you because people that care about you are the ones that worry about you the most mm. so yeah I, I, I mean keeping in contact with your parents I don't know if that's socialising <laughs> because you're not like extending your social circle no, there's no, a no. kind of like a maternal or paternal instinct there yeah already. yeah exactly um, but yeah it, it, it does seem important I mean yeah the people that care about you are obviously important to you so okay well there's a list of four other tips here that we can get into uh, one of them is make a commitment to yourself to call, email or get together with uh, your friends on a schedule that's reasonable for you. Try to reach out to make at least one emotional connection a day, but plan realistically. In cases of long distance, consider using web-based ways of keeping in touch like Skype or Facebook. I mean, I think that's quite interesting in terms of using like social media, new technology yeah. to socialise. How does, do you think that works out for some people? Um, I don't know. I, I, I think it can work out in all sorts of ways. I don't think it's always good um, being on. I mean, once you've extended your friends to kind of acquaintances, then on Facebook, you're going to have a lot of friends that you don't really know that well. Mm. And what they're doing might have a detrimental impact on you if you don't feel that you're getting the same life as they are because Facebook kind of forces you to compare compare your lives with other people that you've known mm. and um, so that can be a little bit scary if you've got a mental health problem. I think there's two things that are going on with um, social media when it comes to socialising there's on the one hand um, most people put up the best pictures at their best times of their life as it were in an archive or catalogue for people to see so people kind of see the let's say the apex yeah. of somebody's lifestyle online and then the second side of it is because you're not having that personal interaction in a live way I know there is Facebook live and there's Facebook um, chat video chat yeah. but a lot of social media tends to let you look at a flat 2D surface or just a text so you're not really seeing the person you're they, they're kind of dehumanised yeah, yeah, in a kind yeah. of way and so do you think there's a way to manage um, social media um, to help people's mental health or do you think it's it it can distance people perhaps I mean it, it, I mean if, if you're able to set up Facebook in a way that you know that there's certain boundaries and you, you don't kind of accept everyone as friends and you just mm. keep it to people you know yeah and that's probably better okay and um that that might help but i don't know social media is kind of um it's kind of vicious isn't it yeah <laughs> and um it's difficult um i mean i don't really use social media just because because of that i just find it a bit in what way would you say social media is vicious? The way people act on social media is not the way that they necessarily act in mm. real life. Yeah. And um, they say things that they wouldn't maybe say in real life. They Because they're not, um, they're kind of arguing 
um, overstatements and facts and probably yeah, not yeah. talking yeah. in a way that they would talk to a person in real life because I mean I, I'm, still, I'm sure there's a lot of arguments which would probably get settled by people just having a pint or going out for a cigarette or perhaps yeah. even changing the subject whereas I think nowadays like people settle arguments by downloading copy and pasting chapters from Wikipedia yeah. to prove a point that they were right and the other person is wrong um, but uh, the other thing is the social media platforms they may look more like a computer game as well because there's this kind of points collection of how many friends you've got yeah, how many messages yeah, yeah. you've got and yeah notifications. it's quite and um, yeah that is a difficulty um, of course you know people there's a lot of people who when they are going through um, let's say depression or whatever really, really don't want to talk to other people or mm. see other people and um, it's very hard to then mm. to get them to so it's very hard to get people who don't want to socialise to socialise yeah and you know when I was forced to socialise when I was depressed I, I hated it so yeah there has to be a kind of um balance um that you know there has to be it's much easier to cope with being depressed when you're by yourself. I mean, how did you see yourself being forced to socialise when you were No, well, you, put, you kind of put the pressure on yourself. You feel guilty that you're not going out and meeting people because you don't want to go out because you're depressed. But because uh, you don't want, you know, there's nothing worse when being depressed than having people who are not professionals talk, trying to talk to you about it. Really? So that's just... Even if they're your friends? Even if they're your friends. Yeah, I really don't want to talk to my friends about depression. Is that because they might um, say something that would... Well, they, trigger there's nothing they can say that can help. Really? Yeah, I mean, what, what could they say? They don't have any experience of it. They're not actually... have You know, they don't have qualifications. They're not doing jobs in it. So mm. why would they suddenly have to key to something that's been mm. kind of for like nearly 30 years and troubling me so it's just it's not worth it but <laughs> it just gets me irritated but it might be considered that um depression is a condition that's usually a reaction to an event or a chapter in somebody's life beforehand and the would it would the job of the friends or the social unit that individual is in is to empathize with somebody well yeah but it <laughs> It's not nice for depressed people to have to keep saying that they're depressed. Okay. So if, you know, I don't want to go out, mm. that should be enough. <laughs> but it, would it help if... Do, do you think people can help by... Uh, if that individual, let's say, doesn't want to go out, is it helpful for those friends to come and visit the individual? Who Maybe, doesn't but go on their terms, they yeah. just turn up at their door. Mm. Yeah. I mean, that's the difficult thing about socialising mental health is just you know you don't really want to socialise when you're mm. and there's you're there's no real like rules of like this is how I want it to be and this is how I want the friendship to be I did I did a few years ago I just said look I'm fed up with coming out with excuses for not going out yeah it's, I'm just going to stay on the depressing future and you can take it or leave it yeah and that's better it's been better since then Okay. Then, uh, people don't you know if I say not coming out they won't go oh go on come on come on which yeah. is the one that kind of it, it places the guilt on you and then you think oh I should go 
But do you and think that makes you feel worse? But do you think there's a there's a there could be another downside to that, which is if you come out and declare yourself as being depressed, people who are your friends now or mm. in that moment, they will be less inclined to reach out to you in future. I wouldn't care about that at all. Really? Well, no, because well, that's their choice. That's up. That's their. But that's for, their personalities. That's not my problem. Okay, <laughs> but for the individual who is, let's say, not suffering with depression, okay. who has the friend that has got depression, yeah, what is what can they do if they hear that their friend doesn't want to go out on, let's say, a particular Friday or Saturday? But just accept that they don't want to go out, but you know, maybe text them after yeah. and say yes, you're right, and you yeah. know, whatever. But don't <laughs> don't keep going on about it to them. Um, so just keep a thread o- or a line of communication yeah, open, yeah, but yeah. don't cajole that person and say yeah. you have to come out today or it's a like a now or never situation. Yeah, sure. Okay. Um, there's another thing um, on this site, again, going back to www.mentalhealthamerica.net in terms of tips. They say, share what's on your mind honestly and openly. Talk about your concerns in a straightforward way, but keep it constructive. Try to be direct about what you need for example a sympathetic air help solving a problem a fresh perspective new ideas or a good laugh don't hesitate to ask for the kind of help you'd like ask what other people think about your situation and show them you value their opinion so i mean it touches on what you said in terms of explaining yourself and how you feel honestly Mm. but i mean there's a certain sense from that tip that there's a a bit more personal engagement of like how can I share this experience that I'm going through with my friends? Do you think that is But that's possible? not socialising, isn't it? That that that's different. That's that's a kind of what sort of friendship you have with people. Yeah. Isn't it? I mean that's not just like going again to the pub, is it? Yeah. So do you think um it's important to kind of be careful with which friendships you can explore your depression with? Oh yeah, yeah. Or it's, not it's just depression any yeah, condition. Obviously with friends, you know the people that you know wouldn't care less or wouldn't know what to say. Mm. And there's people that you trust, the friends that you trust and they you know, hopefully there won't be too much hassle about it because they know Yeah. And they've known you for a while and they know what you like mm. and I mean one thing I wanted to kind of mention that we that we haven't uh, gone through before is the idea of disclosure, perhaps. Um do you feel that the stronger friends or the better friendships that you have are with individuals who don't tend to disclose the idea or the information that you have mental health but even though they know what your condition is before so for example you've got a group of friends who kind of see you for your personality rather than the condition yeah and do you feel that there's a diff you've got different types of friends where um you know that if you hang out with this particular group you're going to talk about all and sundry of what you've what's been going on with your let's say working week Mm. whereas maybe you have another group of friends who they only want to talk about their medical conditions um i don't have friends who who just want to talk about their medical conditions okay (laughs) so that's good um uh, so what was the original bit? Is I mean, the, I mean, the, the, the thing is, I'm, I'm just thinking like the value of the friendship. Does that also come from um, how they manage their conversations about 
your mental health condition. We we rarely talk about it. Yeah. Yeah, that's the best. That's where I like it. So did, so what I'm trying to say as an extension of that is um is really talking about your condition or talking about it on your terms very helpful you find that helpful yeah okay because um i worked in like mental health target groups before and i know that the basis of let's say some dropping services uh and a dropping services where individuals could come and visit a community center or a project uh, or a set of activities uh, usually free of charge but where they can meet and socialize with other people um the socializing kind of starts on a level of hi my name's x hi my name's b and um i live in this area you live in that area and there's this kind of like what are you in for kind of conversation of i've got this mental health condition and that's why i'm coming here and then it's like you've got this mental health condition and people tend to share that kind of uh, I'm not sure if the right word is diagnosis or condition. There's this kind of pro bono exchange. If if you tell me what I've got, then oh, I'll yeah, tell you what yeah. you've got. But that, that's, then... people, that's people with mental health problems um, mm. socialising with other people with mental health problems. Yeah. I thought we were talking about kind of people with mental health problems socialising. Oh, no, we were, don't. we were talking about that, but I'm, yeah. I'm going back to socialising okay. in general. Well, that's good. That's yeah. good when people can get, like come here to INAF and, mm. and get to drop in and... and form a little community no mm. that's good it's just how 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 you take that to 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 other friends yeah and um how you um because socializing in a community center is largely different to socializing in let's say like the mainstream public arena yeah yeah, yeah. As, as it were yeah and um do you f- have you i mean you've worked as a drop-in facilitator and um you've obviously had your social life beforehand i mean do you see any major differences between the way people socialize in let's say community projects amongst their peers who've also got mental health condition to socializing with people who are not familiar or with um mental health um well yeah there's a difference obviously um there's no alcohol or drugs here, <laughs> <laughs> so that would be a difference. Um, Some would say that'd be a good thing, but yeah. I don't know. <laughs> so what we'll do, we'll take another look at uh, another tip from Mental Health America. Uh, something else that they've said is when you talk, also listen. Ask about someone else's day or follow up on the topic of a previous conversation. Showing sincere interest in another person's life builds relationships and listening to other people's concerns can often shed a new light on your own challenges. Offer help or advice if asked. Listen and respond. I mean, this seems like um, uh, the kind of tip where even if you've got your own worries or concerns about your mental health condition, that that individual should go out of their way to socialise so that they can explore what's going on in somebody else's life all right so yeah 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 well that's what i do i hate talking about myself i hate having to tell people what you know you meet up with friends after you know haven't seen them in a couple of weeks Mm. and they ask you what you've been up to i hate that question because i've already lived through the last two weeks i don't want to (laughs) you want to get outside of yourself i I don't want to go back and start reviewing the last two weeks and having to explain it to people so does it help to get 
yourself like mentally invested in what's been going on in your friend's life yeah I like asking people questions mm. and I don't like people asking me questions okay so that's the way I've got it sorted <laughs> <laughs> so would you say that a large part of your friendships are based on catching up and getting to know what your friends have been up to no no when I meet my friends we just carry on like like you know like like banter well just like there has been no break we just carry on we don't we're not like hugging and kind of how you been and yeah how is everyone just mm. kind of carry on as normal yeah like like we would have done if we'd met up like a day after we last met up cool it's not it, you know there's no normal big extravagant kind of yeah <laughs> thing like no kind of debriefing session etc no, no, okay. no. um i mean do you have like favorite places that you like to socialize because you... I know it's got hard now I, I don't like going to pubs anymore because it's just ridiculous no, on crutches now with mm. no carpets on the floor yeah and just sliding about anywhere so after you've had a couple of pints then suddenly was well, a lot of people spill drinks as well. Yeah, they exactly. get mopped up just, as and well. And you can't smoke in there anymore, so you have to go outside. So that's more walking on crutches yeah. and more sliding over. Wow. So it just becomes too much. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for telling me about that. Uh, another tip from Mental Health America is make social plans. Create opportunities to strengthen your relationships with fun things that both you and your friend or relative will enjoy. Looking forward to special activities boosts our spirits, gives us energy, and makes us more productive. Okay. How do you feel about that statement? Um. Yeah, I mean, I've forgotten it already. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean, making social plans is essentially what they're talking yeah, about. Yeah, making social. Yeah, making social plans. Um, because you're a football fan yeah, as well, yeah. and and you like um, cinema and film. I don't so go to the cinema. You don't go to the cinema. No. Okay, so you don't. So even though you like film, you don't make yeah. that part of your social life. No, no, I'd I'd, I'd never like the cinema. Why is that? I, I, I just I just hate being forced to sit there for two hours. Yeah, With, and if you got to get a toilet, then that's gonna. I've got to walk in front of everyone. So let me it's just so much. It's just too much hassle. So let me ask you a question: What's the difference between sitting for two hours watching a cinema film and yeah. sitting for two hours watching a football game? I can get up in the football game, and go to the toilet. I can talk to people. I can go for a drink. Most people do, do that in cinemas now, anyway. I mean, if yeah, you go I to most cinemas, they've the mobile phones on all the time. Get up, walk around. It's not yeah. what's happening. So I'm basically yeah. stuck there. The last time I went to the cinema was to see Inception. Yeah. That was a very long film. It was like two oh, hours, four minutes. I was, I was bored of the film after about an hour. Yeah. But then, obviously, I was just stuck there. Yeah. So I couldn't move because my friends were there and there's people around. Yeah. So I just had to watch the end of the film. Okay. Instead of leaving. Like so I you, done you don't normally go for an aisle seat or anything like that? Um, no, I just, I just don't go to the cinema. Okay. I don't like going. So, um, in, so in, just to summarise, um, it says... But no, no, but... Um, Making plans is good. I yeah. mean, because, you know, make a date to meet friends and that's good. Yeah. But don't get upset if they let you down or yeah. if you let them down, then, you know. Sure. If you make it too angry, yeah, we've got to go out, we're going out, then that puts a little bit more pressure on the person with mental health issue. And they're like, yeah. Because it's very weird. One day, because I've often said on a day, you know, oh, let's go out tomorrow and, yeah. you know, we can 
hang out and then the next day I really don't feel like going out so so, the, so your mood can change in 24 hours yeah, yeah yeah definitely and so there has to be a flexibility yeah even the best laid plans of mice and men yeah whatever however that ends <laughs> well, that's a that's a good note to end on, and uh, it'll probably be a good question on the postcard for other people. So um, yeah, thank you for talking about um, uh, socialising uh, with mental health and uh, addressing some of the tips that have um, that are online from um, the website, which I can give uh, our listeners again. Um, it's um, Mental Health America under the title Social Support and Getting and Staying Connected. And um, I think uh, maybe this is a subject that we can revisit again. But uh, thanks for talking about it today, Stephen. Really appreciate that. Um, if you'd like to know more about uh, our services at Independent New Users Forum, you can visit our website, www.inuf.org. That's www.inuf.org. Or you can follow us online at Ithaca at enough underscore the charity that's at inuf underscore t-h-e-c-h-a-r-i-t-y you've been listening to enough said i've been your host trevor jones and you've been listening to stephen code cheers uh we've been overseen by michael ahan see ya and we've been controlled by the irrepressible mkh inc goodbye uh, thank you for listening we look forward to seeing you again soon